Hey everyone, I'm Lewis Malley. Welcome to the podcast. This episode was originally recorded on one of my live streams. If you want to watch or listen to more of my content, please follow me on the various social media channels. Please leave a review, subscribe, and I hope you enjoy it. So today, um, we've been talking about this a lot, uh, human skills, and often the biggest complaint we get is um, recruiters not communicating effectively, lack of feedback, all of that stuff. And it boils down to human skills. So we've invited Katrina Collier to come on the show to speak speak with us. She's the searchologist, talent acquisition superstar, author of the Robot Proof Recruiter, which, sorry, the Robot Proof Recruiter, which I haven't been able to read yet because she's been completely sold out on Amazon. And she's the founder of Disrupt HR. So let's patch in Katrina. How are you doing? Hello, I'm very well. What do you mean I'm sold out? You sold out? Oh, when I tried to order it, I, I was expecting here. a signed copy. You but... did that in the middle of COVID. It's available <laughs> now. Amazon was being fussy. Oh, dear. Otherwise, I might, I'll just have to send you one to force you to read it. <laughs> Please. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. How's, uh, how's your lockdown going? Uh, well, other than my hair, it's not too bad. Um, I've actually been working from home mm-hmm. for 10 and a half years. So really that side wasn't that much of an adjustment. Yeah. Watching the income disappear. And then actually my income kind of went twice because it, I lost a lot of money from events first. And oh, then it was sorry. all, oh, well, it'll be later in the year. And then it was, no, actually it'll be Do you think there's going to be a bounce back, Katrina? And, and welcome to the show. Um, Hello. Do you think it's going to be like a bounce back of events from September? No, well, no, because of social distancing. How can you run an event with people sitting two metres apart? It's just, no. Nah. And then there's the, like a the reluctance yeah. for people to pay virtual. So it's like, yeah. anywho. So that was mm-hmm. initially the problem. But actually, it gave me a whole load of space to create the mastermind, to get my facilitation finally up properly and all sorts of stuff. So I've actually enjoyed the breathing space. What's the um, mastermind? Do I think there'll be a bounce back? Um, the mastermind is certification for this, focusing cool. on the human skills that we're going to talk mm-hmm. about. Um, yeah. It's like a monthly commitment. Uh, like, yeah, low investment, high impact. And the first pod launched uh, on the 3rd of June, and they are – they're blowing my mind because what I wanted was recruiters and HR from all over the place, like all different industries, all different locations. Um, and I've got like Barbados and Bulgaria and Netherlands and Spain and like all come together. Yeah. It's yeah. So, and th- this next one's launching on the first and it's already yeah. like, and filling up with a diverse mix. Is this on Zoom you're doing it or how are you running it? Uh, yeah, no, actually there's a brilliant mastermind technology that I'm using called Mastermind Better. Um, right. So I've got Zoom incorporated in, but it helps with the keeping in touch. But I must admit, there's a bit of WhatsApp group going on as well because nothing beats WhatsApp. <laughs> so. I love a WhatsApp. We've tried what a bunch the of different virtual presentations. So we just want to say the virtual presentations that you do because um, you've done few uh, out with you know interacting with the people. We have discussed about this before. Mm. Um, what are your challenges? The cha- kind of challenges that you're uh, facing at the moment. Do you mean delivering the presentations or being paid yeah, for the yeah. presentation? Uh, no, uh, delivering the presentation <laughs> without actually seeing the person uh, right in front of you. Ah, oh, see, I've got years and years and years of experience doing this. So mm-hmm. this is what you have to do. So if you have one of those dreadful ones where it is literally a webinar and you're delivering to mm. the wall, okay, mm. before you come on, jump up and down, okay, and then flatten your hair if it's gone a bit 
unlike you guys, you'll be fine, but you know, <laughs> we women. Right, but, and then aim your energy to the ceiling and mm-hmm. it will come out at this level. You've got to like over deliver to get it out at this level. It's extraordinary. Um, I have um, lots of GIFs in my slides, lots of video running uh, so that as you change them, they're actually interesting to look at. No bullets images you know that but it's to me it's about energy and it's the same if you decide to record any videos for training and stuff yeah. aim yeah. at the ceiling um but i'm really quite comfortable which thing. is quite surprising considering how old i'm getting but um got, and i'm, I'm really discovering it as i get older but no but but i think all of the years of doing the show i'm really comfortable yeah. with the camera i don't think about it yeah it takes uh, a bit of time to kind it, of get to it looking at the camera and aiming at the ceiling but, and it's hard people don't like looking at that thing I'm looking at you guys. It's much more interesting. Than I hate looking that. at myself as well. It's like, oh no, it takes a bit of time and like courage to like do your first few and then mm. just get get into it. I think it's, look it's if crazy. a Gen X a Gen X with COVID hair can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> However, Very I've discovered true. I have I've discovered I've got fewer greys than I thought I had. So it's actually been quite good. <laughs> but I have realised that my well, my wife cut my hair. I'm yeah. losing my hair probably anyway. Yeah. Um, but it's all right. I've accepted it. It's all good. Ado's just put good. one gel in. Ado loves it. It's well, got great. I've, uh, you know, I used to, uh, I never knew what um, my hair should be used. Like I tried all types of haircuts here and there. Yeah. And uh, eventually um, I realized that the easiest was to just let it grow. But it was, yeah. this happened like a few years ago. So yeah. for me, it's, I, yeah. I, for me, hasn't, um, I haven't had any um dramatic or drastic uh, no. struggle because i've uh, usually um cut it every four or five months so right. you know so you're fine very natural very i was natural. due i was already due so i was already four weeks behind the eight ball when i was due the week we locked down the thing i'm finding is i'm roasting hot i'm having to tie it up to sleep which i've never had to do in all of my many years so that's weird oh, so hot the, no You've got airing back there. Anyway, yes, back know, to the show. These so, guys on, tune in to hear me rather on about my grey hair. Right. So, human, <laughs> human skills. So, like, con- yes. for, con- for context. Yeah. Um, so, we've got a backdrop of automation, AI, machines, all of these things. Yeah. And, and I think, and, and I know you agree, that the human skills are the one thing that machines can't replace. Uh, certainly now, anyway. Who knows in the future? But I think I think certainly more increasingly human skills are becoming important. And definitely if you're trying to attract people to join your organization and and maybe just as a starter, I read your LinkedIn post yesterday. So your friend was in was booked in for an interview, which was crazy. The the start time had elapsed and then he got an email from the recruiter to say, really sorry, going to have to rearrange. Yeah, blowing you off with no like, oh, until something like, it was like, oh, we're blowing you off for a few weeks. No explanation, Crazy. no appreciation of the time. You know, just, and I, I feel time is such a gift. The time that people are spending now listening to us, they're not getting that time back. That's a gift. It's really sweet of them to tune in and invest their time in us. So yeah. it's so 100%. disrespectful of somebody's time. Plus, he is really good. He, he's not an average recruiter. He's exceptional. Um, and, and you know anyone who this has is the candidate. The, this is the candidate. Yeah, by this the way, is the candidate. Anyone who's yeah. read the robot proof recruiter knows I have really high standards. So for me to say that, like you guys should be messaging me saying, "Who is this? I want to hire him." Right? Literally, stop your interviewing now and let me know. Um, he, so it's it's disrespectful. But what I was saying to him was, 
he was like really down. And I said, come on, you're a pair of Louboutins, however one pronounces that, you're not Crocs. So take <laughs> control of your job search. Go back and say, I'm available at this time and this time on these dates. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't matter if he has nothing in the pipeline for the next three months. Lie. Like go back and act like you're scarce. Because yeah. then people will give you respect. It's ridiculous. But people shouldn't have to play this game. No, I mean, the, the recruiters that... should be so, I don't Natural, know, right? empathetic. You either like, like it or you don't, yeah. Yeah. You just got to be kind to people, right? I mean, this 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 yes. friend of yours took time, invested time to prepare yeah. for the interview, yeah. invested time Full researching. Of the top half. You know, you've got a nice shirt on. Absolutely, <laughs> got hair ready. Um, but you, I don't know why, but people forget when they're hiring, yeah. You know, I mean, everyone's a candidate at some point, right? But but when you, I don't know, when you when you get a job and you're hiring, too many people forget what it's just. I don't do. I call it kindness or being yeah. human, or whatever. I mean, and it's so, it's, yeah. it's incredibly stressful. And I think for those people who have skills that are in high demand, which is what I wrote the book for, right? I I I've not done high volume, like low end high volume recruitment. I haven't done it, right? This is for people with skills that are in demand and they're always going to be in demand. But come the end of the year, when hopefully we do bounce back, as Aldo was saying, like, they're going to have hesitancy to change jobs. They're going to be scared to get on the tube and come into London, for example. I mean, who wants to be in a sardine can? Like, we're all terrified to touch each other, right? You know, it's like, oh, 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 I accidentally went to shake up someone's hand. Like, I, I met someone and I haven't, I haven't spoken to anyone in person for so long. I went, oh, hang on, I can't do that. Like, and then I felt like I was, you know, invaded their space. So there's going to be all of that fear to get over. People will be reluctant to work in offices or if they do, how are you setting it up? And so a recruiter's yeah. job using the human skills to overcome that fear and that hesitancy and that, you know, wanting flexibility and stuff like that. I think it's going to be tough for many, many recruiters who just want to spam people and and not do the job. Yeah. But then also you just have to, like, you're trying to attract, certainly for internal talent acquisition professionals. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, you're trying to attract people into your firm. And, mm -hmm. and, and the good people are hard to come by, right? Yeah. And then also you've got to appreciate that people are feeling, if you've lost their job, you know, it's emotionally very tough and draining. Oh, yeah. And, and just kind of like, just taking be a breath, kind. maybe. Yeah, just be kind. I mean, you might have a thousand applications right now because it's a client-led market and certainly turning into yeah. it. But still, you know, like people remember the bad experiences over the good ones, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got and to just I, be I don't see it being that way for that long. I think once businesses start back, then the money will start churning again and off will go and they'll be rehiring again. I don't yeah. think it's going to be that long. I don't know. Maybe I'm feeling Likewise. optimistic. I, no, I feel the same. I was talking about the, that topic yesterday because it's mm -hmm. not a, a um, crisis of a uh, financial nature. It's mm -hmm. um, it's coming up, you know, from a healthcare perspective. So yeah. as long as we don't get any second, third, or fourth waves, mm. we're going to sell through. I, I believe. Yeah. And uh, I well, do think we will get a. Break, but, uh, I think we will get a second wave, but I think by next year. I think. Mm. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because that's what's happening elsewhere. China, um, yeah. Mm, so I do, but I think that, like, like they've just found a drug that's really helping with people on ventilators, so hopefully they'll at least find something as fast as they can. Uh, but I do think by next year it will be a different situation. Um, yeah, but it's also like, you know, he's now. actually being recruited to transform these companies 
It's like, we need you to come in and fix our recruitment. And then they're treating him like shit. And he's going, I can't even get through the door to come fix your recruitment. Like, How did he silly. respond to that? Like, what was his, what oh, was his so thing like? Went, after I pepped him back up, because he's my mate, so I will, right? Yeah. I, I gave him the Louis Vuitton talk. He went back with that and they came immediately back and slotted him in. So, awesome. But you shouldn't awesome. have to play games, right? It's like, I, I mean, I, I am... In a way, I'm kind of amused by the whole recruiters having to go through the job application process. I've been asking recruiters for years to actually apply for their own jobs and see what the process is and sort it out. Um, but I'm hoping that they do, when they do get back into employment, they remember how hard it was and how trying it was and how stressful. And they go, yeah. okay, let's just clear all the technology out of the way that's not actually doing anything but creating obstacles and actually make it easier for people and Great. treat them better. Yes, a friendly yeah. user interface. Um, is that because it's, it's there to help us? Um, exactly. Why, why know, do we you, why do we put yeah. obstacles in the way? So think, actually, think, uh, think there's I, gonna made be, yeah. Lewis, um, I made Lewis go to my website, which is the searchologist.com if you want to go have a play. And in the top right hand corner, I've now got accessibility tools from Recite Me. Yeah. And they're so cool because then somebody who's got dyslexia or dyspraxia can actually change the colors or it's really good for old people who need have arms aren't long enough either. So you can actually make the text bigger <laughs> and read it's it. It's really cool. Like, it's yeah. really, really cool. Go have a play. Um, so all go to recite me directly. Um, I love it. So it's just, I was like, I can't keep preaching about this accessibility. Now that's adding technology to remove a barrier. What we yeah. tend to do is go, okay, well, I'll make somebody have to check boxes about degrees they don't need, or I'll, um, you know, I'll put in an autoresponder that's, basically telling someone I've put their CV in the bin and then I won't respond to people because I hide behind email. And even if you can message me on WhatsApp, I'm still going to ignore you and blah, blah, blah. And on we go. We don't, there's a it's, human behind that CV. There's a human. But you, know what, you know what, and, and here and in the UK, and I, I would hmm. say here in the UK, you still receive that message, um, not not from everyone, but saying thanks for application. Unfortunately, you weren't successful. Uh, all the best. Uh, we'll keep you in our database. In other countries, um, you know, you can say Germany, France, Italy, it's not likely to receive any of these messages at all. So at least we're, I think, I think there's a lot of room for improvement, but there's yeah. still a lot to, to hear, but at least we're a bit more developed farther ahead compared to the other European countries. Yeah. Other European countries in my book. It's like towards yeah. the end. Well, although I don't think, I think we're... <laughs> Are we, are we still classified as a European country now? I'm not, I'm not sure. I think we might oh, have... no, we're not going to talk about Brexit. Okay, no, 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 There is a, we may well be, Aldo, but there's a tool, I think it's Convey IQ that I mentioned in here, which is really great. So most of us, look, we answer these, right? Oh, I'm not on screen, right? 99% response rate compared to an email, for example. So yeah. use it. If someone applies, send them a rich media text message with That's a great. gift going, that is, oh, is a great call. Yeah. And here, yeah, it's a, a job search tip, or here, go and look behind the scenes of our company. Like, you know, here's, um, I've forgotten your name, your website, your company, Bentley Lewis. Yes. Here's our Instagram. Go have a look behind the scenes and see what we're all about. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, give people something so that they feel valued immediately. Yeah. And yeah, then here are my contact details. I guarantee you I'm going to lose your application. And then okay, he's written this, we're out of the EU. Damn it. We are out Josh, of the EU. Sorry. Robert, stop it. Um, 
don't want to think about it. Um, but make people feel like they can chase you as well because I want to talk to the people that chase. I want to talk to the people that didn't just spam 100 applications who actually did apply. I lost their application. They went, oh, my God, Katrina, hello. I've got the skills. Like, hello. They're, they're the ones. Give Just them that it. ability it's, to chase you. I think I love I love the SMS stuff. Um, mm. also, um, also, WhatsApp is great as well, doing a load of WhatsApp. But the problem I found, and, and a lot of recruiters have been saying, so LinkedIn have this function of auto-apply, right? Mm. You can basically, as a candidate, apply to anything. Mm-hmm. Whether you're a fit for so I think what you're finding is you know recruiters are getting inundated, let's say, right? I mean, yeah. if you have a thousand, so what's the kind of like what would you think's like I would call it maybe the candidate bill of rights, but what what can someone reasonably expect as a good level of service if they've applied via LinkedIn or a jobs board, not had an interview versus they've had a phone interview, they've had a face to face, you know. Well, this is how I always do it. There was an autoresponder that fully had my contact details on it, right? Because if someone chased me up, they're the ones I want to talk to. So it would be the minimum was, thank you for your application. We are being a deluged. I'm human. I'm likely to lose you in my inbox by mistake. Feel free to chase me up. If you think you've got the skills that match this role and I, you haven't heard from me, feel free to chase yeah. me up. Then if someone has telephone or in-person or video interviewed or whatever, oh, my God, they get a telephone call feedback I yeah. absolutely is going back to the beginning of this chat when we're talking about the time that people are giving us now they're not getting back it's a gift this is it yeah right yeah. so it's it's to me that that's how I play it um I took uh Mark Mansell gave me a great quote he's an Australian head of talent um and he was saying I will send an email so Lewis you you interviewed would you like your feedback schedule a time in my diary because some people don't actually want the feedback. They know they're cocked up and they don't want to know. So, um, Robert, we talked about um, people with disabilities earlier, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you. Yeah. Do you want to just, just say that again? So you use Resign Me on your website, so yeah. well, people are able to tailor. Yeah. So you can't. You can have it read out. So if you're deaf. That's um, amazing. Sorry. If you're blind. Obviously. Oh, dear. Uh, sorry, I've got a very elderly dog and it's really tough to get a full night's sleep. I actually think, Lois, you can relate. Yeah. So sometimes the words don't come out right. Um, I'm just, I, what I'd give to have eight hours sleep. Oh, it must be like having a I'd new love, book. I'd love eight hours sleep. <laughs> would be lovely. Um, so, yeah, it does that and it changes colours. And, oh, it goes, just go and play on my website. It's really good. But um, you're absolutely right. I mean, having dated someone who was a double amputee, the way we see the world as somebody who's able-bodied, well, actually, I have a hidden disability, but able-bodied, it, it is amazing because it's things like the end of my road doesn't have a dip so he could wheel his wheelchair and things like that. And you like going, we don't look for that sort of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. it's actually... Yeah. Lots it of things for granted. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I talk about... Um, hiring people with disabilities in the book and of course Jane Hatton who runs uh, the agency specifically for that and she herself is also disabled about uh, increased retention um, because they're so loyal they're so grateful for an opportunity to work and they're like give your all high productivity and all sorts so we need to be doing more to look after our own 100% why why do you think it is that people humans Mm. recruiters whatever they are 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 treating people like let's say badly, right? Like it's the biggest, and correct me if I'm wrong, the number one thing I hear, the biggest gripe against recruiters and, and stuff 
is no feedback, no communication. You know, like your CV gets lost in the ether. You've interviewed, yeah. you never hear back. What is it when, when so, people get into this job? Well, uh, I entered 2020 on a mission to get in front of 1,000 hiring managers. <clears throat> it's now June the 17th. So, yeah, <clears throat> little virus has kind of put me off that. But, you know, you never know. A miracle might happen. Um, because I think it's the hiring managers. So I'm on a mission right. to actually get them to understand the importance of candidate experience. Because I think right. recruiters kind of get it. And HR probably kind of get it. But hiring managers don't. So they don't give the feedback, which then doesn't get passed on. And rather yeah. than saying, I have no feedback for you and doing like a Stacey Zaper Friday afternoon, five o'clock blitz, which is ring everyone in your pipeline and go, I've got no feedback for you, but I haven't forgotten you because no feedback yeah. is feedback. They just tend to put their head in the sand and hide. But the real yeah. reason I feel it's happened is how much training do any of us ever have? Like I had some training back in spring technology days, 390 years ago, and now I'm, ahead of people inside a company with a team of 20 still with no training you know it's it's, it's some it's of also, it that i think yeah. a lot of it's the the internet monumentally upset recruitment because it gave everyone access it created so much noise so these things are constantly interrupting us and we're trying to get through these telephones to get to people and even though you think they're like within reach we don't answer them um I forgot my other point. Damn it, it's gone. I, I just feel like it's like a technology barrier that, that, because yeah. we don't, those that recruited pre, the technology getting in the way are okay. I think the ones that have just had it access think just spamming also, people, it's okay. Do you know, I just want to say, yeah, you know, perfectly. I also feel like incentives govern behavior. And and whether you think like if you're an agency recruiter, a lot of a lot of the targets and incentives are set up for short term success, right? Make a placement, get a mm. fee. How many placements have you done? How much money have you made? And and so a lot of a lot of people get into this trap of like forgetting that to really do well in this industry, you have to think of it as a long term game. Like make friends with people, mm. build good relationships, share content, share your knowledge. You know, give 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 back, give things. Yeah. Um, and I think internally also, you know, you get like, you know, in, in talent acquisition, a lot of a lot of people uh, work on contracts, you know, mm. like a, a firm are hiring 50 people in a few months. Let's get the, the talent acquisition team in. Mm. But then the talent acquisition professionals are targeted. You've got to get 50 people in by three months. And do they have do they have the time to, you know, give this great candidate experience? Are they afforded enough time? Well, uh, probably not, which goes back to, again, me needing to address the hiring managers, because I don't yeah. know if you know anybody addressing the hiring managers. I feel like internal are trying, but the hiring managers aren't listening, because I think sometimes it takes an outsider to come in yeah. who, like, who has like less concern about the <laughs> upsetting one of them, um, <laughs> like slap them around a bit. But um, so that's some of it. But I, I just don't think they have a choice. I mean, it, it, I, th I start the book with it, don't I, talking about the internet is the thing that changed recruitment. Everyone will talk about, oh, it's AI and it's this and it's that. No, it's not. It's the freaking internet because my little black book contacts went online in 2008 when we had the last recession. Boom, everyone was online. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. whether you like it or not, you have to look after people because it's not just the glass door reviews that are going to come back and bite you on the bottom. They could be anywhere. You, honestly, I'd write one yeah. on Google Maps. 
much more impactful. Um, it, it's the tweets, it's the Instagram posts, it's the it's possibly yeah. even the TikToks for all I know. Yes, Lewis has been yeah. trying all morning to get me on TikTok. It's not going to happen. No, yeah, it's a great Sorry? way, as you said, to connect. It's a great way now to mm. connect with people through TikTok. It's incredible. Uh, yeah. Through the yeah. pandemic, the amount of people that registered to it is yeah. uh, mm. something yeah. ridiculous. Oh, good yeah. question over there from Nicholas. So Nicholas Lakeland. All right. So yes, is, is Alba, the... you can convince me later. We can, we can get, we'll do a TikTok together to promote the show afterwards. Um, so Nicholas Lakeland wants to know, is the lack of feedback post-interview a reluctance to provide negative feedback, which might upset a candidate? Goes back to training. Probably. So one of the, one of the, 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 um, so I'm calling them the little pods. No, actually, no, the pods are the, well, whatever. One of the values that I'm covering is fearlessness. So to have the confidence to be able to say, one, Mr. Hiring Manager, you will give me the feedback. And two, to deliver it in such a way you don't upset the candidate. Because it's, it can be hard. And sometimes you do actually have to go, well, I can't give that feedback. But imagine if that feedback is something ridiculous. It's a professional services firm and they didn't polish their shoes. Or, or they're on a video chat and they didn't have a tie on or whatever rubbish. Right? Yeah. And it was something so small that the next time they gave that feedback, that person, oh, sorry, they took that feedback on and then the next interview, they got the job. So it's like, to me, you should make every effort. But I do think there's a, um, a suing like being concerned of being litigation. Do you think I really am struggling with my words. I'm sorry. It's I tell you what, I think it's also <laughs> so many going around my head that aren't coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I think there's also perhaps a difference um, oh. between um, so so we, we run an executive search firm, so we're an yeah, agency. You would absolutely give feedback. Right. And we, it's amazing, right? I mean, you know, you mm. give great feedback, or, you know, even if it's negative, but it's constructive and mm. you just, you know, you become, I let's call it becoming more friendly, but you build a stronger mm. relationship with people and people respect you for it. But the toughest thing for us is to your point is actually getting feedback from the customer. Yeah. So whether it's the, 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 the internal recruiter or um, the mm. line manager, depending on who we're working with. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's, you know, they don't want to give negative feedback. Often, mm. sometimes, maybe I, they don't really know why they chose one person over another. I, I, I think so, yes, potentially. And again, then that goes to internal training. So do they need to bring in my friend Sue Ingram and have some interview training and some, you know, difficult conversation training, right? It, yeah. It's Actually, she calls them generous conversations. But, you know, it's like maybe they need some help. But I'm like, that's why I want to kind of go in and shake them up and go, right, this is your reputation mm -hmm. online. So I went into Fleet Corps and their reputation online is shocking and they are not like that at all. And we ran through the facilitation and they're like, okay, now we get that it. Crazy. We need to give feedback. We need to make sure someone's on this. We need to make sure that we're showing actually all the great stuff about working here because they just weren't showing it. And you could feel yeah. it. The second and, uh, I went in, I was like, you guys are nothing yeah. like. What just yeah. happened above my and, head? Uh, away, I just got a thing. You know, and uh, I wanted to ask you, Katrina, <laughs> What if yeah. you? Uh, how would you build a relation with a with a with a candidate, especially now that you cannot meet, you cannot feel that like face-to-face uh, -face interaction and and, and bonding. How, there was a word uh, I missed. There. How would I like walk a, with the candidate? Build that relation with a candidate. Yes. I'll build it. Um, yes. So just on a follow-up uh, calls or video calls, or anything that eventually is great for us. It's great to meet in person, have a, a coffee, have a drink, like yeah. just to you know put a, a put a put a face of the name. Um, what would you I'm, do um, in generally? I must admit, I'm much more of a fine person. I find these exhausting. 
And I think a lot mm. of people find them exhausting yeah. because when I'm on my phone, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can go out there and, and wander down the garden <laughs> and, around, you know, yeah. move around and not sit stuck. So I would probably be more inclined to use the phone unless they want to jump on a video chat. But you stunned. Most people would be so happy just to talk on a, like a normal phone. Um, I do that. I think a lot of it just goes back to just being really honest and just being, this is me. So when you were talking about, like back in my days when I was working at Spring, I was working IT contract um, and I would look after those guys. My God, if Spring ever didn't pay them, that accounts department hated me because I would go off my head. Like I would take it personally yeah. that they, they'd, it was always an error, but it was like, um, hello, pay them. And I would go mental until they're paid because yeah. I knew by keeping them happy that therefore they would renew and they would, you know, so, some of them used to negotiate yeah. extensions yeah. and a rate increase and increase my bit. It was awesome because um, so, I looked after them. Right. But it, it's that sort of a thing. And I think it was always yeah. being really honest and on their side and trying to help. You know, I know we're meant to be a bit Switzerland, but it's like, you know. But I think I, I do think so much of it goes back to that initial intake with the hiring manager, whether you're sitting on the agency side or you're sitting um, in-house, we need to get more commitment and more partnership. We need to be seen as a partner mm -hmm. as well from the hiring managers so that they know Absolutely. the commitment is if you interview someone you are giving feedback oh you're not prepared to do that out of here or you're not prepared yeah. to give me the time up front and the, the requirement out of here like it's not worth working 100 yeah and then we'll stop yeah. mucking people well, around no but sense. i think it's I, sure. i'm just not sure that anyone is actually taking the time to tell them that do you think it's improved things improved the last year or two or have you not seen them like a marked improvement with hiring right. managers yeah mm -mm. you know what should be added in, still, the, in the contract it, it's like five percent of what they do like recruitment's just to pay them the butt to at them right point in the in a contract when it says this is how we deliver our methodology this is how we recruit there should be added a, a bullet point saying um the client must provide feedback of why not this person does uh that he or she does not like that candidate maybe that way they'll remember it like oh actually this is something that we have to do because they keep it that as an option I think. So how many times when you download an app do you go yeah i've read the terms and conditions and you haven't actually looked at them <laughs> i think it needs to be an actual conversation seriously though yeah yeah, yeah you'd no, send definitely. me your t's and c's and i'd sign it off and send it back and all i'd have looked at was what the rate is um because it's all yeah. crap like that um I, I would have it in a per, in-person conversation. I do hear what you're saying, Aldo, and I think it would be amazing. I think there will be sometimes they just, for legal reasons, won't be able to give feedback. Yeah, it's true. It is true. Um, but I don't think people read them. That's the only concern I, I've got. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know if I read, but the thing is, the thing is, I mean, you know, when you're running, when you're, I think from my perspective, when you're running a business mm. or a team, mm. you know, like the thing that makes a business successful is like money and great people. You know, and you can have like you know a That's decent you product. Put that around the wrong way. People and money, money and people, people and money. Yeah, Great people go, and the money. Let's get people and money. But the thing is, my my point is, you you can have like you know the best product in the world, but without spending time building a great team, hmm. it's not going to do as well as a decent product with amazing yeah. people. And I think it's and worth I, the investment, right? Yeah, it's worth and I the think investment it's, it's quite hard as well because so often products are built without actually input of the right people. So I found COVID-19 has been quite interesting for me because it's allowed me to be a bit more vulnerable. So when I created the mastermind, which came from, okay, I've always wanted to do this, but now I have the time and no income, so I kind of <laughs> need to create something. I actually 
found it was interesting because I got a load of ladies signing up, which is awesome. Very happy to do that. But it was like, that's really curious. And so I actually went out and said, have I made a sexist product? Have I made something here that men are going, oh, I don't need that. This is for women. And actually got feedback and actually made sure it was actually for everybody. And it was yeah. inclusive in all the things that matter to me. But it was like, sometimes it's when you've got this idea in your head and it's your baby, it's you're a bit fearful to go and ask for that feedback. Yeah and yeah. make sure what you're creating is, is of value Definitely. to people. Yeah. Um, but I have yeah. found this time has allowed people to be a bit more human, which has been quite nice. So have you, have you found more, have you found more, you're right actually, yeah. Have you found more men have have then, are on your course now or you still found? I, 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 have, I just had one sign up for the first of July and I might have yeah. did a little squeal. Good hit for him. <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do wonder if it's a little bit of a male-female thing because, you know, when I'm talking about having empathy or creating trust or um, what else have I got in there, fearlessness and some of the skills, I'm sure that they're looking, oh, of course I've got those. <laughs> I do wonder if there's a bit of that, like, you know, with the job application where if a yeah. female hasn't got 100%, we won't apply and I'm grossly generalising. Okay, so yeah. Don't shoot me down. Yeah, men will just go for it. So. <laughs> What is the future, right. Katrina, of um, unbiased uh, recruitment? Like I, I came across a um, hiring manager. I was speaking with her, and they've, um, they've, when they received the, the, a bunch of CVs, they've, uh, they used neutral. They changed the CVs uh, to use neutral gender, so you couldn't understand or figure out whether it was that person was a he or a she. Uh, mm. It actually did make a difference because they've, they've, um, um, they're, they're higher. Well, they interviewed process quite changed yeah. uh, on the mix between you know female and male so yeah. do you think that um that it was interesting or, talked, uh, uh, on the yeah. social recruiting show on friday we, we've got a theme for the black lives matter happening at the moment um and we're abby adamson yeah. on friday and last friday at caveat three white people talking about this like tokenism in diversity which we didn't like but phil marx was saying they didn't have a choice at the company he's at is like because i decided there would be diversity he as the head of talent decided there would be diversity so he actually wouldn't let the hiring managers like knock people back for no valid reason so yeah. he would make sure he mm -hmm. did his pre-screens and his interviews with everybody and put the right people forward That's not cool. like oh well i'm just yeah which i thought was really really cool and, and really powerful but again amazing being around a while and I do think a lot of that fearlessness yeah. comes with age, but that's why, again, it's in the mastermind. <laughs> what do you, <laughs> do you feel? You need to be seen as equal partners. Like yeah. somewhere along the way, we forgot yeah. how important recruitment is, you know? And, and, and yeah. I corrected you before and I said, no, people run the company, right? Not the yeah. finance department, yeah. not the marketing department, people. And it, it's, if, yeah. if we're not bringing in the right people, yeah, it's the one that's seen as the admin function or underfunded. Or, yeah. Um, so, do, do, do you think talent acquisition then is gonna is gonna break out from HR and then get the, the rightful seat on HR there? Already. I'm so sorry if you're in HR. I love you, HR, but no, please no. TA should not be in HR. <laughs> do you think they should be separate now? Are you yeah, saying that anyone? Yeah, should be sitting as a separate function, feeding into all the other departments. So, you know, it should be working like recruitment business partners going yeah. out and seeing what the pipeline is. They should be feeding into marketing. They should be feeding into sales. They should be um, feeding into the finance department. No, but they should be their own separate function. That is happening in some Because companies. many people, yeah, many, many people, they don't understand the difference. They think they're part of the same department. 
uh, is uh, sort of less sharing the same functions, but it's but it's not, and um, and and uh, which is what many people don't understand. No, no, I mean, uh, unfortunately, sorry, HR, do again, love you all, but you are seen as the police. I think actually, currently, HR, I've never had it so hard. I mean, my gosh, to turn around like that and have to decide who was furloughed, who's not furloughed, kick everyone out, all that. Kind of, I know it's a very distracting comment from Glenn, isn't it? I mean, yeah, so that's <laughs> This is the trouble with having my own show. I'm like, no, we're this is a comeback. Not. You look at the comments. <laughs> you never have a guest who's got their own show. They're so dominating. Um, but the that poor, I mean, poor HR, like, my God, backs against the wall, furlough. They're currently having to resign. They're delivering all the crap that the senior leaders are telling them to deliver, many of them without the proper support. And I would, you know, my God. But unfortunately, that's what they're seen as the police department, the 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 that rather than what they actually are these days, which is again why I run Disrupt HR London when I'm allowed to run it again, um, to give them a voice. But what they do is so different to what talent acquisition does, and yeah. I think we that's why it needs to be its own function. It needs to plug the- in on a, make sure we've got the salaries right and the bands are right and all this kind of stuff, but. It also needs, and I think with with your with your uh, with your training and stuff, like there is no, and I know I think you and Glenn discussed it a while ago, but there's no formal training to work in the recruitment industry. No, crazy. You know, there's there's no like you know there's no regulation and, and there's no. Do you, do you think if that starts, like if you have more training, recognised qualifications, it will be recognised more? And we will come to your comment, Glenn. Um. Hmm. Do we need formal qualifications? I guess it would help because they tend to be, I mean, one of the reasons I created the mastermind is you've got like, you can get qualifications for sourcing. All right. So you can go to, you know, social talent sourcing or uh, source cons or whichever one or any of my gorgeous friends who do training. So you can get that. You can get marketing, employer branding. There's nothing on the human bit. So you're right. There is nothing that covers all of it. Do I think it will make a difference? Do you know what I think? We need to start like back further. People choose to go into HR. Nobody chooses to go into recruitment. I'm yet to meet one person who went at 15 years of age. I knew I was going to be a recruit. I'll piss off. Not that early. Not that early. But you know what? I mean, really? I know, okay. I mean, okay. Well, you're yeah, not that early. Not that early. Not that early. <laughs> the wonderful thing again, it's probably a marketing thing. I mean, the wonderful yeah. thing about the recruitment industry is is the oh, people aspect. Yeah. Mm. Um, like, I love I love speaking with people connecting yeah. making friends you know all of that kind of stuff which mm. uh, which i think is great and uh, you don't realize that until you you actually go in by the way the best recruiters have two ears and one mouth oh. sorry i've gone blurry there i am yeah. i know i just i just keep on that it says me who's been talking non-stop um, um yeah. yeah i i but i think wouldn't it be amazing if we started back and said right but you, you could be replaced by a robot i do think that the recruiters who just spam just go oh well i'm going to run a two keyword search on linkedin and mass in more people um no of course i'm not sending lots of messages about my mastermind to every man this dog at the moment um but <laughs> you know miss at least they're going to the right people but you know that feeling yeah. of like why have you sent me this those people yeah. that don't take the time yes they're going to be replaced but those that amp yeah. up the human side and understand that empathy can't be replaced by a robot compassion can't be being kind all those sorts of yeah. skills yeah. Can we answer Glenn's question? Because I'm, yeah, worried, so I'm worried about Glenn, the time. Glenn, right? Yeah, because we're going over. <laughs> Does we've got two questions? Does Katrina think that the recruit that the recruitment industry has an inferiority complex? 
No, he said that recruitment. Does he mean think the industry? I think Does maybe he, mean he means recruiter? industry as a whole. Can, can you repeat the <laughs> question? I, I, I didn't. I didn't quite get the question. <laughs> let's go. Okay, let's go. Let's go for our interpretation of it. So, do, does Katrina think that the recruitment, recruitment industry, has or that recruitment, okay, has an inferiority inferiority complex? Of what? He's, he's typing human first like three hundred times. He still don't know what he means. <laughs> like he's got a cotton socks. Um. Do oh, uh, so. So I think, I, think I, I was talking about recruiters in the company at the time that he wrote that, and I, yeah. I don't think they have. I don't think recruiters have an inferiority. Those that particularly are good don't have an inferiority complex. I think they're not seen as adding value, which is crazy, because they bring in the people and the people make the company successful. I don't care how cliched it sounds. I don't care if it sounds like what's his name from Virgin. It's fundamentally people make the company right no it wasn't him it was yeah. steve jobs wasn't it that made the comment but it's it's so i feel people so people go through the really crap candidate experience that's being dished out at the moment okay and recruiters are getting a first-hand treatment of that and are going whoa what this has been going on for ages i wrote a whole book about it like you know it so therefore we're not seen as adding value and therefore inside a company we're not seen as adding value and this is a problem we need to sort and it's yes. very, very simple. I think you, you just put it in two words, be kind, be human. Be kind, be human. And also work on yourself. You know, like for me, it's, yeah. it's you know, the stuff that you're, the stuff that you're teaching, the human skills, yeah. you know, amazing. And I think for me, it's always about focusing on being an expert in my field, yeah. you know, like sh sharing good content, learning, mm. networking, things like that. And that will elevate you. And certainly if you're, yeah. if you're in, in house, people will, start to respect like, you more i think it's like um i'm quite excited when i get to the self-aware one because it's it's like we, we can all improve on that one understanding why you react to something so understanding why you have that concern about delivering that feedback or that why that hiring manager just said something and you're like sitting there wanting to cry or whatever it is like uh, being curious about it yeah. and i think the more curious you are about how you're acting then the better recruiter you're going to be the more you are aware of how you're coming across um, and I just I think there's a lot that we can do I mean I'm excited to see what happens with the mastermind it's yeah. the, the, the pod that are going through at the moment I'm watching them already and it's like three weeks in and it's mind-blowing it's really cool so what a, what a beautiful place to end thank you so much um, thank you yeah so they can go to your Great new time. website can I just yeah, say please. one quick thing? The royalties yeah. from this book that I over-publicised massively um, have been donated to Hope for Justice. I'm trying to get it in front of There we go. Now we can see it. Awesome. Um, Hope for Justice, which aims to end modern-day slavery, currently impacting 40.3 million people around the planet. Um, and like every charity at the moment, they could do with your help. So that's Amazing. where the royalties are going. I'm not lining my pockets with it. But Fine. So you can buy it on Amazon. Like nobody's business. Amazing. Great you initiative. Can you come out as Amazon and then your website, the searchologist, we can find your, your, yeah, for searchologist.com and you and all this stuff. Amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And keep up all the great work. Hey everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to leave a review and subscribe in all the usual places.